Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee is Brewed today with an extra big dose of Facebook. That's right, Facebook had its F8 conference, which basically the Apple conference or the Microsoft conference or the Google conference, same thing, same conferences. Which, by the way, um, Google's conference is in May, if you were wondering. But yes, Facebook had its over ginormous conference, not about really the Facebook platform, but it's other stuff because who, no, no one really puts that much on Facebook anymore. I mean, we've kind of went, we don't really want your political rants anymore. We go to, we go to Twitter for that. Anyways, I'm going to talk mostly about that because that is what is important right now in the tech industry. We are all fascinated with Facebook. It's like the bright lights of social media or the fast food restaurants of social media. And you're like, hey, I like Facebook. Congratulations. I still don't that much. I have it. And I'm still wondering if I should, you know, still have a Facebook business page. It doesn't really work that well. I like Twitter. Twitter's a lot better platform. But anyways, let's get off my little rant because I'm probably going to do many more of that in this episode and go into the news. All right, Facebook and its myriads of announcements have debuted a camera, actually. It's called Surround 360. It'll set you back quite a bit of money, but it shoots in 360 video, which would actually be great for VR people, and it will shoot in HK resolution. But you're like, hey, I don't have anything that can, you know watch 8k resolution you're right no one does it's still not really available for the consumer market 4k is as of this moment and it will still be for a little bit while until they can get probably the production cost down because it probably is going to be a ridiculous amount of money to actually buy that but if you're willing to drop thirty thousand dollars for it you can get it for that low, low price. Uh, what it has is a 17 lens 3D VR rig that looks like, it looks like a, it looks like a, a, a top, like you can spin it, but you probably shouldn't because it's $30,000. Uh, but hey, this is, this is Facebook. What they are trying to do is to get into more and more video and VR at the same time. It's video and VR is their two main thrusts right now. Um, Instagram is always going to be still bigger thing. Messenger is always going to be still a big thing. Facebook as its general site, not so much anymore. Uh, it's kind of... I'll get into that a little bit when I do all of the Facebook updates. It, it's just not as important as it used to be because no one really is sharing that much on it anymore. Be prob- and I'm speculating because of two things. One... Just the overabundance of stuff going on and menial stuff that you may not want to share, but people love to share anyways. Two, we don't like discussions. We like discussions on what we agree about, but if someone has a disagreeing argument, we're done. We unfollow you. We do anything else, but that, those are my two main things. Well, I'll get into a little bit later, but let's... Let's continue the the Facebook train. All right, instant articles. Yes, the like Google's uh, mobile accelerated pages. Uh, this 
is Facebook's version. And it's available for all publishers. It's going to be a little bit intensive of a startup. Uh, I tried it out a little bit, didn't get fully into it, but you have to have at least 50 articles ready to publish. Uh, and uh, you have to have a little bit of coding knowledge to put a small bit of code into it as well to claim your URL. You also have to have a a working RSS feed too. So there's a whole bunch of things you have to do prior to the startup. So it's gonna be a little intensive uh, by all its purposes, but it should be interesting. Any publisher not doing this is just throwing away just opp lost opportunity. I'm eventually gonna be doing this. It's just gonna take me a little bit of time to figure out and, uh, you know, cause I do everything. I do the coding, I do the producing, everything content creation it's all me uh it's gonna take me a little bit longer than i wanted to i wish it was a little bit of easier process hopefully the plugins that i have for my wordpress account will allow me to do it a lot quicker but it hasn't yet it hasn't updated yet because it's a broken link that it sent me through publishers you really need to get onto this especially smaller ones this will just help draw engagement, all those other fun buzzword stuff that the marketers and myself actually use all the time and actually know about it a little bit too. Um, most of them do, most people actually know about this. But yeah, uh, get on it as quickly as you can. It's a little bit of a startup process, but it's not too bad. It could be a little bit easier, but it's not too bad. All right, Facebook also announced a new save to Facebook button. Yes, this is basically the same thing as Pocket or any of those save buttons uh, instead of saving it to pocket or any other of those types of services you're going to save it directly to facebook now i save a lot of articles through facebook on the saves to facebook but i rather use pocket to actually uh save articles because i like pocket a lot better sorry facebook but you're not my world uh, but People that love to use Facebook all the time, this is a great option for them. Now, it's launching with two partners, Product Hunt, which is a great spot, and Overstock. Uh, it'll eventually launch to everybody else, but not quite yet. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta wait. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. It really is. All right, Facebook also has updates and link tools for app developers. Now it's gonna have, give you uh, purchase breakdowns uh, for what platform, device, country, uh, count value and unique um, users. Uh, revenue will give you a little bar graph and numbers, ups and downs and greens and reds. Uh, overview will give you a nice overview on publisher, app design, country, all the other demographics that everybody else uses, it will be on Facebook. It looks more keen to, to Facebook insights for uh, the Facebook page. Uh, demographics obviously break down between age groups, countries, gender, or sex, whichever one you prefer, I, and all that other fun stuff. Uh, it also gives you highlights, gives you uh, household purchases, who purchasing it or not. 
also gives you great push notification ads or campaigns, which could actually be interesting uh, and quite annoying. Uh, now, I would be really careful about these, especially for iOS and Android, because if you create terrible push notification ads or things that are just, or you just constantly nag people, they will not like you for this at all. It will be terrible. Um, so just be careful, use it wisely, and don't push it as much. If you're a clothing company, then obviously you can use it more often than not. But like I said, use it sparingly, use it smartly, and don't bug people. Because you could be on a case study on what not to do. Um, also gives you other things about um, insights for happy, grateful inspired all the other fun great things that facebook ha mostly has on insights is going to be on the uh, developers insight too so it should be interesting to see how developers are going to be using this especially for the notification uh, a push notification campaign which could actually could be an interesting uh, way of grabbing attention to returning users or users that you lost randomly all right, now on to Facebook's Messenger platform because that's what they most what Zuckerberg mostly talked about besides the zing and the complete hypocrisy of making fun of Donald Trump and then, well, in Germany, uh, basically stifling speech. So congratulations, Mark Zuckerberg, you're an idiot. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so Facebook has. Um, this apparently really popular, and I say it by popular quote-unquote because Facebook did originally push people to download Messenger to use it. So their popularity was mostly out of we're forcing you to do this because we want you to use it type of strategy. So I wave Messenger as a forced strategy, not akin to, hey, this is really great, but hey, if you want to message your friends, you have to use this type of functionality uh that's how they did it that's how they rose into popularity and if you disagree with me awesome but that's really how it all started to be honest with you anyways um they have they have finally opened up the floodgates for chatbots yes usually these chatbots or all these chatbots are going to be very business oriented or driven which is going to lead to uh, sponsored ads as well. So you actually are going to get sponsored messages through Facebook Messenger now. Yes, it's unfortunate, but are we really that surprised that Facebook is gonna, isn't going to be doing this? Uh, so now Facebook says that they're heavily regulating um, sponsored messages because they don't really want this to be a complete and utter mess up. Yes, uh, because this could be really, 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 really awful, uh, they are heavily, heavily regulating what messages can be sent out, what type of day, how many can be sent out as well. You also will get tools of block sponsored messages or block all messages. So at least they allow that to happen because seriously, if they didn't, people would be quite upset about it. Uh, but yeah, this, these could be prompt for things like, hey, we have a deal on coffee. Because we're digital coffee, might as well talk about it a little bit. So you should buy it now, or something like that that prompts to it. Now, chatbots are very new, and it's, it's 
early beginning stages of AI. So uh, don't expect a really robust uh, response system in quite yet. So you're because they're just releasing the tools for developers to use, and developers have to figure out what type of language you're going to use and build that into the chat bot. So the beginning ones are going to be quite rudimentary right now, but eventually it will get better. Uh, but yeah, be be expected to you know see more of these sprouting up in your messenger app if you use it a lot you're going to see a lot more of these um, especially since they partnered with cnn now you can check the news and say what's going on with the news and then if you actually like cnn it could show you or order flowers or you know get responses from businesses a lot quicker than normal um before messenger it was Roughly around an hour or two, you expect to hear a response. That's usually what the time frame was. Now, since Messenger, and I already foresaw this happening, it's going to be uh, five minutes or less. So expect expect a uh, quicker response time, but also expect a quicker response time from not a real person. Uh, this is going to happen more and more, and you're just either going to have to like it or not use it not use uh, messenger anymore it's you can't have it all people i'm sorry it sucks it's unfortunate but that's what it's all about because you do the hokey pokey maybe um yes and then facebook also had its 10-year roadmap which basically is all revolving around connectivity ai lasers and virtual reality slash augmented reality now mark zuckerberg did say that uh in 10 years time you could see vr uh units more like wearing a ray-ban and i'm like cool yeah so you're talking about google glass right now because google glass tried to do it failed miserably but at least tried in a more direct uh approach that seemed like it could happen um facebook on the other hand not so much. Uh, it's It owns Oculus Rift, which is virtual reality. Now, if you're wondering, there is a difference between augmented reality and virtual reality. Virtual reality is you put a headset on and you're transported into a world, kind of like a game world, uh, or like a virtual desk that never gets cluttered. Augmented reality is you put glasses on and it augments the reality around you, the physical reality that you own. So there is a difference. Most people will say that augmented reality has uh, a brighter future and it seems like a better longevity than virtual reality, but, and I'm more keen to that argument, but we don't really know quite yet. I foresee a kind of fusion between both of them where you could switch from augmented to uh, virtual. That is more um, appropriate to what future could happen. Now, like I said, could and would is always different, but it could happen that way. Uh, so yeah, the roadmap is mostly not about Facebook at all because Facebook doesn't really care about its own things anymore. It really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. But, um, like I said, the bright future is, you know, pivoting and making sure that your business is viable, and that's what Facebook is doing. Also, Facebook is opening its MAI platform uh, to all developers to, you know, figure out how to make better bots. Um, because bot building is quite new and not re nobody really 
is an expert in this yet. Uh, uh, developers of robust platforms are giving out APIs so developers can catch up and make really or pretty good bots uh, for it. So, for example, if someone was really hungry and looking for food, uh, maybe a pizza bot could be like, hey, we got a deal on pizza or something like that um, could happen. So check out, uh, be on the lookout for that because that actually is the future of what social media is going to be like, is anticipating your needs and trying to fulfill them with non-real people. It's just what it is, people. It really is. All right. And Facebook has also launched a profile expression kit with different apps to help bling out your profile page yes with the acquisition of masquerade uh you can make your profile pictures sing with artificial glasses and dog whiskers and noses and scary swap facing things that's what uh we have come to people is you know augmented augmenting our own pictures to be ludicrous and you're thinking, oh, you're so old. I'm not really that old. It's just really funny how I still love tech, but there's just some things in tech where I'm like, this is really dumb. Um, well, come full circle and back around where we want more authentic pictures. More than likely, yes, um, it's going to come full circle and people are going to be like, I'm tired of all these things added to my picture and I just want to see you. But for right now, we're still testing everything out. And... Like many smarter people than me have said before, uh, with the internet comes its really great positives and its negatives at the same time. So we always have to take the two and figure them out, deal with it, and so forth and so on. That's really how it is. All right, Facebook also announced that it's undertaking, well, more live video. Now, unfortunately, live video is really not for the common people. At least for Facebook, yeah, it is. They only really care about publishers, uh, celebrities, internet celebrities, and all those other people that are not normal. And so you normal people that just talk to your friends, I'm sorry, you do not get to do it live. However, there are other apps like Periscope that has, in its first year has done to over 200 million live broadcasts. So... With that said, Facebook is not targeting you. It does not care. It wants to make its live uh, app more popular, and so it's not going after you at all. Will it ever go after you? Maybe eventually, once it gets saturated enough, it might release it to other people. But right now, you won't get to try it. It's only for brands, it's only for celebrities, and it's only for publishers. Uh, It's unfortunate, but that's how Facebook is treating it because... That's what it's going to do to make it popular. Facebook is really pushing into video because that is a new frontier. Even though YouTube has been there for quite a while, uh, these other companies are catching up to the video. No longer are they relying on YouTube because they don't want to rely on YouTube. And YouTube shouldn't rely on them either. And I'm, no, I'm pretty sure they aren't either. So they are looking after themselves. And this eventually was going to happen. Uh, once... Uh, industry gets established, it starts taking over different things that other programs have done or buying others out as well. So, like I said before, this is what it is. Now, they do have a 
live video hub and API available for it as well so you can check out what's going on live. They have a website and I talked about that last week about the website where you can check on where people are live streaming as well throughout the world. So it's so it, it's an interesting time. Now, I am going to talk a little bit about what I think about Facebook and kind of the problem with Facebook. Facebook is not what it used to be. Now, is this a good thing or bad thing? I don't know quite yet. It's still, this is future speak, so it could be a very good thing. It could be a very terrible thing. But let's be honest, the Facebook that we grew up with, the Facebook that started it all, is not the Facebook of today. It doesn't matter about that. It doesn't care about that. And I actually said this... About five years ago, I said to people, Facebook is going to become a digital wasteland where we don't care about what's going on anymore. Because I knew in 2010 where the projection was going and how we just really don't really care about what someone's going to post because we don't see everything. Facebook doesn't allow us. Now, this is Facebook's problem because it did this and it, and it can still claim, oh, we're just trying to protect our brand. We're trying to make sure that you're only seeing what you want to see. Yes, but by eliminating what we may or may not want to see, you've also eliminated uh, a certain type of engagement and more of a spontaneous engagement. Um, or organic reach engagement. I don't care what you call it, but I call it spontaneous engagement because you'd be like, oh, that looks cool, so I'll press, I'll click on it. But no, we don't get that anymore. Why Facebook? Because you just, your idea as a business, and it's not a bad thing, was profit over community. That's right. You wanted profit over community now because you needed to pay the bills. And I understand that. You have to be a be a successful company. You have to unfortunately deviate from your original stance. But however, Facebook has deviated so much that it's not really a place to connect anymore. It's a place to, well, not care anymore. It's a place to be apathetic. There, it really is rarely any empathy going on anymore. There really isn't very much talk going on. It's filled, and it's partly our, it's it's actually mostly our fault. It's filled with baby pictures, dog pictures, food you're going to be eating soon, and just a myriad of other things that may or may not be great. Uh, now, I rarely post because I don't find value in it anymore. I don't find that people really care what I talk about, so I'm going to go someplace else where people actually do. And that usually has led me to actually blogging or doing this podcast. Now, will I get back on it if I find more value? Of course I will, but it's a business sense that I need to go where I'm feeling like people actually want to listen or I'm getting that engagement back because that's how you, that's how you decide things. It's a hierarchy of order. With this, Facebook is not what it used to be. It will become a digital wasteland where we check in every once in a while and go, awesome, that's great. And we just don't care. We just don't care to connect as much as we used to anymore. And it's partly our fault. We gave Facebook a lot of power and Facebook has decided to dictate what we can and cannot see, what is good for us to see, what's bad for us to see, and uh, to allow more sponsored messages to be posted throughout all of their most of their platforms. Uh, WhatsApp has not yet done it yet, but don't be surprised if they don't do it quite yet. Um, for seeing that happening since they dropped their a uh, dollar fee a year or whatever the price was. So in that 
I'm not really surprised that they have deviated from their original vision and went so broad that they are just now more of an internet company than an actual or internet app VR company than the actual social network company that they used to be. Uh, is this a bad thing? Well, we'll find out. Uh, we'll find out if it's still if it still resonates with people, if people still care, I'm pretty sure it will be working for a very long time um, until they lose sight even more of what they are. And that still could happen. Uh, you are successful when you are the most uh, razor thinned or most specific on your goal. You are the least when you become too much of everything. And they are starting to become more of a Google in that sense. And it's the way it's the way we change, it's the way we grow, and it's the way we completely and utterly fail. But it's all depending, as usual. All right, now on to Google. Uh, looks like Google is clamping down on those nefarious social engineering download scams. Yes, there's a lot of them out there that try to trick you into downloading something that you probably shouldn't download. So Google has updated its uh, protocols to make sure that you know. So it says, when you click on it, hey, are you sure you want to go here? I don't think you should because you're going to download something that you probably should. And so it will tell you and it, will, it won't even let you go through it. It'll just say back, go back to safety. Oh, that's always a fun word or funny thing to say. Go back to safety. You're safe when you're on Google. So download Chrome and go back to safety. Um, but no, it's a great thing because a lot of people don't, well, let's be honest, don't know a lot about tech, what goes on with tech, or any of that in general. That's probably why there's a lot of tech podcasts like mine, but not similar to mine because they don't have my voice. Uh, but... Like I said, it's a great thing, and it's kind of a funny thing at the same time, because it says back to safety like you were never safe before. You you did this. So back to safety, everybody. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. But now let me be honest. It's great that they're doing this, and I don't really hate them for doing this, because this just helps the ignorant um, from going to places that they shouldn't. And to be honest with you, if you don't have an antivirus or, or an malware, uh, you're hurting yourself anyway. So download one anyways, download a free one, and, you know, do that too. Because, well, why not? Why not? All right, here's a funny thing, and I really wanted to, you know, talk about this a little bit because it, it, it does, it is about tech, but it also is about kind of copyright laws and being sure of where you post your thoughts, ideas. Well, it looks like Axtol Shower Thoughts subreddit on Reddit, obviously, uh, in their new uh, ad campaign. And some writers are like, hey, whoa, wait a minute. We said that. Why are you using our stuff and just lifting it off and just using it uh, for your commercials? Now, yes, is this lazy? Extremely lazy. Uh, is it ethical? Probably not. Uh, you should never use somebody's words without either their permission or yeah, yeah, just without their permission. There's no or. Without their permission, you more likely should not. This is why when you write uh, education uh, essays, you have to cite your sources. This is the same thing, but not every company actually follows this. You, there's a lot of YouTubers that don't follow this too, and I will not name anybody because I don't want to give this person any more attention than this person already has. And yes, I am taking away the gender, so you don't know who I'm really talking about. Only I do in my mind, and you cannot read it yet. This is not... 
1984 yet. Anyways, um, they noticed this, and... Instead of Axe going, yeah, we did it. They went, hey, we're going to release another one. And so they really aren't helping themselves in a way. But the funny part about this is that they've gotten so many people to actually view it anyways that it actually helped them in a way. Uh, And this is to be a friendly reminder about the Axe lifting off your comments. If you are going to post on a free site and be mad that that someone's lifting it off then don't post it on that free site. It's 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 a bad move in general. If you have something that is really great, is a really great idea or something that um, either advertisers should want to hear, then make a living off that. But if you're going to post it on a free site, get upset about it, you have no recourse because Reddit does not copyright it at all. Reddit will probably never copyright it at all. And so you are beholden to the morals or the ethics, because morals can be a religious thing, so I'll use both. Morals slash ethics of the creators of advertising and marketing as well. And to be honest with you, you probably shouldn't, you probably shouldn't rest on their laurels because they're just in it to make sure that their client is happy. And so they will do it any way they can to make sure that their client is happy. So with that, like I said, be careful about what you post. Be aware that saying things, and I've seen this on Facebook way too many times, about how somebody cannot use whatever you post, type whatever, without your consent, is not a legal formal way of doing it. You, that it, it just isn't. That it's not a contract. That is just a stupid thing. So doing that will not help it. What will help is either not posting it at all or posting it on a site that is your own that has copyright laws and you go through the proper channels to make it a copyright. Uh, That is the only way you're going to do it, so be sure that you do it that way. Uh, Like I said, this is what it is. This is the time we're living in. People are going to lift your stuff and you have to be careful. Like, no one's going to care if the if it's yours or not because that's not their business is to make money and they will do it any way they can unfortunately now not all marketers and advertisers like this some of them are actually really great people and I really want to preface that because I shouldn't I shouldn't throw a whole industry under the bus because of some lack of ethics on other parts of the industry but not all of them are let's be clear about that as well um so if you are really upset about that and you have a clever idea never post it on anywhere that you think can be lifted and it's pretty much almost the whole internet so make sure you watermark it (laughs) so watermark your comments and just post it as a picture oh that's actually not a bad idea all right now uh, Twitter's doing something interesting with SoundCloud. Now through moments, uh, you can, you know, make your own, well, not you can actually yet, uh, but specific partners can make playlists out of it. Since uh, the close integration with SoundCloud and Twitter, you've been able to well, post um, the sound card through the, t- through the uh, Twitter page as well. So this is just another step in a little bit of a right direction for Twitter to make moments a little bit more useful. I still don't use moments because I have no idea why to use moments, to, to be honest with you. But 
as long as they start pushing more into making it more engaging, more interesting, this could be another great way of doing it. I like where they're going with this. I just wish that they would make the playlist available for people to do in general and not use specific partners because this is playlist. Pe ordinary people can make amazing playlists. So Twitter, open that up. Open it up. Let the users do it. Make it that that's how you're gonna make it popular. Not your well, you could with your influencers, but this type of thing is gonna be way more popular when you open it up to everybody because people have their own playlists and people like to listen to other people's playlists. Alright, I think this is important to share and it's important to understand. If you are using the Internet of Things, and that means Nest Thermostat, uh, Amazon Echo, or anything else like that, they have the worst security in the world. Yes. It's unfortunate, but Bitdefender, as I hit my keyboard because of a rah, but Bitdefender is a very well-known um, endovirus uh, company based in Romania, but they're very well-known, very great uh, software to use. I rec highly recommend it as well. Um, has looked into this and found that, you know what? These companies are very lax on their security. Now it's a little bit diff more difficult to actually build in security with Internet of Things because it's a little bit more interconnectivity and it's not the same as the Internet. However, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't try. The problem is, is that what they found is that they could hack a Nest thermostat. Yes, a Nest thermostat owned by Google in 15 seconds or under 15 seconds, which allows people, or allows the bad guys or the nefarious people to um, spy on you a little bit, find out things about you, maybe even change your thermostat for a joke, um, but it's not really the best way of saying, hey, our product is awesome, but you know, you could be hacked in under 15 seconds. Um, the problem is, is that with these innovations, the security with it has been extremely behind. They actually haven't done a really great job of making sure that the person sitting in front of the TV is controlling the TV. There was another uh, research about this for smart TVs and the person found out that he could hack the smart TV through the Wi-Fi and the the TV didn't know the difference between the person sitting in front of them and the person a thousand miles away. And so that was another problem. The, the reason why this needs to be brought to light and needs to, it needs to happen, better security needs to happen. It's just going to get a bigger problem if people that are working with Internet of Things don't go, hey, look, we have a really interconnected uh, system that has ways of people getting private or private information from other people and having a back door or even really lax security is going to make a headache for us for our PR team because I'm always my heart goes out to PR teams I always go through crises they're awful um, but if we don't do this we're gonna have a headache on our hands and we need to find a way to make it secure either by just encrypting whatever data we're transmitting, or finding an interesting way of making a more robust security uh, component built into the Internet of Things, because right now it's not. It's like sending things through open text over the Internet. It's not working at all, as I'm doing hand motions, which you can't see. But yes, um, 
So be aware of that if you're looking to get into internet of, the Internet of Things because it's not really secure. And if you are somebody that has really sensitive materials or anything like that, this might not be the great thing for you. You might want to wait five years for the internet, the security to be existent because it's really non-existent at all. All right, two more things. One, Reddit does have a new, actually, it's original app, and it's really popular. Two, uh, and that's really all I have to say about that. Download it. It's on Android and iOS. Uh, two, uh, Microsoft has added a QR code to the Windows 10 blue screen of death. Yes, those great things that happen when your computer just blocks up and it says, oh, darn, there's something wrong with it. We're going to have to restart it. And usually we'll give you, well, this happened, so go look it up. And you're like, what? I can't remember all that. Well, now, and this is through a couple of Redditors, they found that they've added a QR code to it as well. So you can scan in and then... Now, I know not, I know not everybody is completely irrelevant to what's going on with tech, but I, I feel like I have to talk, discuss a little bit about what QR codes. QR codes are a way of getting information quite quickly. You scan the code in with your phone. Now, scanning in with your phone means that you have a specific QR code app and you don't take a picture of it. If you take a picture of QR code, you know what you're gonna get? A picture of a QR code. So what you do is you open up an app that can read QR codes and it says scan. It will scan it for you and then it will send you to a site. Now, the problem with QR codes is that you don't really know where you're going. You don't really know where you're going on the web with this. It could be a, a trusted site. It could not be a trusted site. You don't really know where you're really going until you're already there, which eventually could be a bad thing. Um, so people are like, oh, this is cool. However, uh, the problem is with this specifically is um, that bad people or hackers or black hats is usually the term for bad hackers uh hackers coder people that just do nefarious things uh can actually make something like this and pretend it's from microsoft so kind of you know get into your system and say oh there's something wrong scan this qr code you scan it and you probably have already infected your phone that could happen too so i would be really careful about that and not I would almost not use it until Microsoft can find a better way of making those a little bit more official um, because that's going to be a problem with it is that it's just a common QR code and anybody can make one of those. It's not very difficult to actually make those things. Um, so for right now, I would not really just scan them whatsoever. I just leave them alone. All right. Now the apps try out. Obviously, I said the Reddit app, so try that out because you, you love Reddit, right? 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 Yeah, right. All right, also Cliently, which I'll probably share tomorrow as well because it's, it's it's kind of both, but Cliently is a way to generate leads through the site. Now, I tried a little bit. What you can do is that uh, there's a free account which gives you very limited of how many leads you can get. You can uh, sync your Twitter and your email, and it, you what it does is that it will tell you, hey, what are you looking for? And you type in blogging, WordPress, web development, any of those types of things, and then it will may come up with it. Now you say San Francisco, and you type in location and with how many miles you want to look for as well. And then it will go and scour through what it can actually find. Uh, so 
it's interesting now when it shows you a lead that's not counted towards your how many leads you get once you accept it that's what it counts for so if you delete a lead that doesn't count against you um, so you should try it out you can try it out for free it's not, it's not a bad program I mean I didn't mind it also for those busy small business and medium business owners that just cannot keep up with social media which I completely understand Journey is something for you as well I'll sh- probably show this a little bit tomorrow as well because it's part of marketing but I just want to give it to you a little bit ahead of time um, so it's for people that just really just don't have the time to keep up with it so it will collate all your campaigns you can add campaigns you can create campaigns either one you want to use for the terminology you can as well there's a dashboard um, it'll give you daily updates so you can keep aware of your team it'll give you quick alerts it also has an integration with MailChimp Intercom Stripe Tito and Zero Zero Zero. Um, it'll also be, have analytics measured, identify key promoters, so you can, you know, may have a joint partnership with them as well. So it's for you that are, you know, don't have that much time, but however, it's not free. It's going to cost you, so look at the pricing as well. Now, because bots are so popular, there is a new thing called Bot Hunter, which will basically allow you to um, find curated bots for you. Uh, it'll be for Telegram, which already had bots for a while. Kick and Facebook Messenger because it just opened up as well. So you can go bot hunting and find the best bots if you really want to. And that is the show for today. I'm glad you tuned in and tune in tomorrow when I talk about a couple of the things I already talked about, plus everything that's going on with marketing and uh, how to keep up with the times and to talk a little bit more in depth about social media and where it's going in the future. We're going to do some future telling tomorrow. Ooh, crystal ball. Uh, but I'm your host, Brett Dicer. If you didn't know and didn't, weren't paying attention in the beginning, I completely understand. And follow me on, well, for now, Facebook at Digital Coffee Podcast, Twitter at Digital CO77EE, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram and Digital Coffee Podcast. And if you do like these podcasts, please consider supporting me at Patreon and Digital Coffee. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, guys. See you tomorrow.